Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey friends, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for joining me today at the podcast. I love it when you hang out with me in my little corner of the internet. Today is Wednesday, September 25th. This is episode number 823. This is Mom Strong International Wednesday, and today we're going to be wrapping up our September study called Ambassador. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I hope you guys have been enjoying the study. If you haven't joined us yet at MomStrong International, can I just encourage you to do that? I have a passion to see you grow in your relationship with the Lord, not just to be stagnant or to sit and soak and just take everything in, but to actually learn how God wants you to interact with the culture and then do it with boldness. This is God's heart for you, and this is certainly the the heart behind the study ambassador that we've been doing all month at MomStrong International. If you haven't been, joining me. Let me let me talk to you a little bit about the heart and the mission of MomStrong International. A couple things. First of all, you can become a leader with MSI. And one of the things we're trying to do is train leaders. So we are making sort of a study guide for you so that you can lead an MSI group in your home or at your church. And these are not just little women's Bible studies where we talk about our feelings and sing Kumbaya. We're actually going to have you open God's word and dig deep into the truth of his word so that you can have answers for the questions that the world is asking right now. This goes along with my heart for you for the Faith That Speaks conference. Faith That Speaks is my women's conference. And if you haven't noticed that the culture is struggling today, then you might not be living here on planet Earth, right? Because look around you. Uh, The questions are coming. The rapid fire questions are coming. And as God's people, the word of God says that we need to be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. So here and around the world, the need for healing is great. But in the midst of one of the most challenging spiritual times in human history, God's people are struggling to remember who they are. And the Bible says that you are ambassadors of the living God. But rather than be ambassadors, we have become timid and afraid to speak. But the Bible teaches us in 2 Timothy that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but rather of power and love and a sound mind. And so I want to encourage you not to be afraid to speak about the hope of Jesus and not to be silenced because we've allowed ourselves and our message to be silenced. And as the church has lost its voice, the world has lost its way. Jesus knew this would happen right after Paul exhorted us to put on the full armor of God. He said, to this end, stay alert with all perseverance, making supplication. In other words, asking for God's help for all of the saints and also for me, that words might be given to me so that I might open my mouth to boldly proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to. 
The psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And so this is what we do at uh, my women's conference, Faith That Speaks. I want to invite you to come and join me anywhere that you see that I will be. And I'm going to teach you how you can boldly proclaim the mystery of the gospel as the Bible says we ought to. So while the world is perishing all around us, we want to get together for a day of just encouragement and hope to equip ourselves with the hope of the gospel and proclaim it to other people, this hope that we have in Jesus. So that's my women's conference, Faith That Speaks. I hope you guys will come out and listen. Also want to let you know that I'm expecting Christmas cards in the mail from you guys this year. I have a whole wall that's dedicated for your pictures and your letters. And I would love for the families at the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center and the staff of Firmly Planted Family to see what God is doing in your life. So we'd love to hear from you. You can send us pictures of your family and letters, and we'd just love to uh, connect with you that way. Let me give you the address. I'll put it in the show notes, but I just want you to have it. 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. We would love to hear from you. Also, I want to let you know if you've got a question for Mailbox Monday, we have a web page set up for you now. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday and drop your question in there. Uh, today is the study week four of our study on being an ambassador for Jesus. And then Friday, my friend Todd Wilson is going to be on the show with me today. I love Todd and Debbie. They have had a tremendous influence into the homeschool community. The thing I love the most about Todd is that he is real. He's not going to sugarcoat uh, life. He's not going to sugarcoat homeschooling. He's going to say that even though it's hard, it's worth it. And one of the things I, I love to tell parents is that there's nothing that's worth doing in this life that's easy. So if it's worth it, you can expect opposition. If it's worth it, you can expect it's going to be hard. And the same thing is true of being an ambassador. So our verse this week at the MomStrong International Bible Study is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 9 to 11. If you guys haven't downloaded this study, there's still time to do it before it goes away. This is a great thing for you to download. You can do it with your kids. Uh, you can do it with your husband. You know, uh, this is just a fantastic opportunity for you. It costs about $8 a month, and it goes a whole long way to help me get this podcast out to you and the materials into the hands of people around the world. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 9 to 11. For God has not destined us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, whether we live or die, we live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as you also are doing. And there's so much to the idea of being ambassadors. An ambassador doesn't speak just to please his own audience, but he speaks to please the king who sent him. An ambassador does not speak on his own authority, but rather his own opinions and demands mean little. He simply says what he has been commissioned to say. An ambassador is more than a messenger. He is also a representative and the honor and reputation of his country are in his hands. In layman's terms, an ambassador is a representative, a minister of the highest rank employed by a prince or a state at the court of another to manage the public concerns of his own prince or state, and representing the power and dignity of his sovereign. Now, it's interesting to note that Noah Webster identifies ambassadors as, quote, 
ordinary when they reside permanently at a foreign court or extraordinary when they are sent out on a special occasion. So we would be ordinary ambassadors. And it makes such perfect sense that Jesus is the most extraordinary ambassador ever to walk the face of the earth, right? Because he was sent here for a special occasion. He actually came to die. He came on mission. And sometimes the foreign world that we live in, it crowds us and it's easy to get caught up in it, right? Disease ravages, culture mocks. Leaders we have learned much from walk away from their first love. Evil takes the form of a bullet spray in a crowded facility. Compromise is demanded at work. The Israelites felt the weight of living somewhere not their home. Listen to this from Psalm 137. The rivers of Babylon, where we sat down and wept, when we remembered Zion. Upon the willows in the midst of it we hung our harps, for there our captors demanded of us songs. And our tormentors mirth saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? So parents, if you resonate with the cry of the Israelites, how can I have joy in the culture? The world is stealing my children's hearts, right? We feel the weight of wanting to give up and wanting to just lay down. We feel the drain of staying in the battle, but yet the weight is the enemy's unending goal. And can I just encourage you, don't give into it. Parents, if you stay on the sidelines and wring your hands, your family will be lost. That's why I've been saying for years, get off the sidelines and onto the front lines. It's worth taking unsteady steps onto the battlefield because the Lord can strengthen you with every step you take. The Israelites cried out with resolve, first to God and then to one another in Psalm 137. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, may my right hand forget her skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. You see, we are on assignment here, men and women. We are on assignment. Every breath that we take is for God's preordained purpose to be worked out in us. Don't forget this. I had my friend Laura Gallier on the show a couple of days ago, and we were talking about the very real spiritual battle that we are engaged in right now. You guys, this is a battle for life and death. It is literally life and death that hangs in the balance. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. In the darkest hours of the Israelites' existence, when they were enslaved in a country that wasn't their own, They fought to remember God's purpose in the now and his victory in the end. So we can grab, because of Jesus, the baton of hope that believers have passed down through centuries of being on mission for the Lord. And as we move among other ambassadors, that we are also in relationship with it. That's the people I work with every day at Firmly Planted Family. That's my staff here at the podcast. It's my family. It's my husband, these ambassadors who God has called me to be in relationship with. Then we are also called to love God and one another in the way that God would want us to by calling sin for what it is. You see, if we don't have relationship with one another, If we don't have relationship with other believers, then we haven't really earned the right to speak into their lives. And we certainly haven't earned the right to jump on them publicly. Our role is to pray. 
in our homes, among our friends and our kids and our kids' friends. We pray wherever God gives us conversation. We build relationships and conversations both digitally and in person, right? We need to keep a fresh awareness that in this life, the spotlight should be on God and not on us. And so let's purpose to point our light directly to him for his glory. You see, the hope of our future is what we are representing here in the present, you guys. So let's bring that hope to the forefront of all that we are. And that's what we're doing this week when we study being an ambassador for the last time in September. It's our story really for God's glory, right? We've read this verse, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. God wants you to be set apart. When people look at the film reel of your life, it's as if you are projecting, right, a light behind your life that projects what you believe onto the screen in front of you. Do people see Jesus? Do they see him in the way that you interact with your spouse? Do they see you men and women laying your lives down for each other? Not because of how good you are, but because of God's working in your life, because you recognize that your life is speaking for the one who sent you. You are an ambassador. The Bible says you've been chosen. So what does it mean to be chosen? Well, if there's a God, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, as I believe that there is, and if he rules the world in his sovereignty, as the Bible says that he does, And if he's going to bring human history to a close according to his plan and appoint every person in eternal destiny as Jesus taught that he will, then every person listening to this today needs to be asking a question that's central to our humanity. How can I bring my life into alignment with God's purpose for my life? How does God want me to live? And if we don't know the answer to this question, and if our lives are not in alignment with God's purpose, then what happens is we find ourselves at cross purposes with God and therefore excluded from his kingdom in the age to come. And this is a fearful thing, you guys. It's a fearful thing to be at cross purposes with our creator. But then on the flip side of that, nothing inspires courage and endurance and hope for our daily lives like knowing the purpose of God and feeling ourselves wholeheartedly in harmony with it. The gospel doesn't leave us where it finds us. The miracle is that it changes us and it brings us freedom, right? Because we we realize we've been chosen. We are Christ's ambassadors and we also have the opportunity to choose. We can either make Jesus the Lord of our lives or not. And when we make him Lord, then it looks a lot like lordship. You see, if we claim the message of the gospel, our lives should look different. Mom, who's listening to this today, your life should look different. Heidi St. John, your life should look different. Boy, it's easy for me to fall into old patterns of sin or to lose the perspective that God wants me to have for the blessing that I have been given to walk in relationship with my husband and my children. All of it is part of our ambassadorship. Every single part of it, every single part of your life 
should be marked by lordship, saying, Lord, I'm going to give you 100% of the reins of my life. Father, I'm going to let you speak through me. This is why I'm so passionate about my women's conference, Faith That Speaks. It's teaching us how to speak, that our mouths would declare that we believe that Jesus is the Lord and we want him to be the Lord of our life. That starts with repentance, you guys. It starts with saying, Lord, open my eyes to whatever it is that's in my life right now that doesn't please you. Some of you are listening to this right now and the Holy Spirit is is uh, pricking at your heart and you can feel it. And you know that what you've been watching on Netflix or what you've been saying to your children or how you've been treating your spouse doesn't please the Lord. I've noticed something recently. I told you guys, uh, we've, we've gone through a pretty rough season here at Firmly Planted, and I don't have, you know, um, I don't have 45 minutes to go over that with you <laughs> today, but I can tell you it's brought me to my knees. I've sat on the floor in my office and cried with some of our staffers as we've tried to understand what the Lord is doing. And in the midst of all of that, we lift our hands up to the Lord and we say, Father, we're, we're giving this to you. It belongs to you. And, and the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. But through it all, whether we are in times of want or in times of plenty, we want our lives to say that Jesus is the Lord of our life and that God is good and that his heart toward us is good. We want our lives to reflect no matter what circumstance we're walking through. You guys, joy isn't a product of our circumstances. Joy is the unmistakable sign of the presence of God. It says, no matter what's happening in my life right now, I trust the Lord Jesus, and I know that God is at work. That means we cling to the knowledge that we are who God says we are, and we believe it with our hearts, and we live it out with our lives, whether things are going the way we want them to or whether they're not. There was a young mom that came recently to see me at an event that I was speaking at, and she was talking about her relationship with her husband. And she was disappointed in her marriage and disappointed in the direction that her life was going, disappointed in where she was in her life at that point. And her response to that disappointment, rather than let it drive her closer in relationship with the Lord, she had become bitter. And in her bitterness, she had begun to say things to her husband that, was, that would wound him. And eventually that wounding that she was doing of her husband was spilling over into her children. Now her children are resentful toward their dad. And so the atmosphere in their home became toxic. Do you think that she can be an ambassador for the Lord in a toxic environment like that? No way. But it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. You see, beyond the ambassadorship that God has given her, and he said, hey, you're speaking for me. He's cl- the, the enemy has come in and closed her eyes to the fact that her home should have been a place where a family of ambassadors resides. And now not only are they unable to be ambassadors, but the poison that they have allowed to come into their home is leaching into their children and leaching out into the community. And you guys, you're a target. If you know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, can I tell you right now, the enemy's not going to let that sit. He knows right where to wound you. He knows right where to get you. He doesn't want you to be an ambassador. He doesn't want you to live a life of repentance. He doesn't want you to be honest about the sin struggles that you're dealing with or ask for help or seek forgiveness. He'd rather see you get bitter and angry and have that be the thing that marks your life. And can I just encourage you as we draw this study of being an ambassador to a close, that God has so much more for you than that. You serve a God of healing. 
He wants you to be whole in your marriages and whole in relationship with your children. But it starts in in coming under the authority of Jesus and walking in right relationship and having your relationship with God be whole. And that starts with repentance. It encourages me when I watch moms and dads get on their knees before the Lord and say, Father, I'm struggling with sin in my life. I want your healing. I want your healing. And we're going to be talking about this through the study at Moms Turn International. We're going to be talking about uh, forgiveness. And though the process of forgiveness isn't easy, I'm telling you what, it's going to require that you keep your eyes so focused on the Lord that you can't hear the enemy as he tells you it's not worth it. We're going to study some passages in 2 Corinthians chapter 2. We're going to study what it means to press into the truth of being an ambassador for the Lord by putting on the full armor of God and not allowing a road of bitterness to take place. So I hope you guys will join us. You can download the study today, print it off, go over it with your family. This is a great time to just print the study off and over the dinner table. Dad, you can print it off and just go through a page with your, with your wife and with your kids. Or mom, you can do this by yourself or you can do it with your children. But study God's word. It is life-giving, and it will teach you what it means to be an ambassador. And you guys, there's freedom in it, and there's joy, and there's healing, and there's hope. And oh my goodness, I love God's word. Read God's word and see if you don't discover the life-changing power of following Jesus. I want to thank you guys for studying with me for the month of September, this idea of being an ambassador and what it means. If you've been encouraged, we would love it if you'd leave reviews for the podcast over at iTunes. Let people know that you listen and the impact it's making. I want to encourage you to again, send me your pictures. I love to hear from you. We love getting snail mail here at Firmly Planted Family. We love your snail mail. We love to hear what God's doing in your life. Send us a picture of your family. Also, if you're interested in supporting this ministry financially, we would be very blessed by that. A couple ways you can do that. Uh, you can link back to e-giving and you can sign up to give monthly to Friendly Planted Family or you can send us a check or you can simply subscribe to Mom Strong International and for $8 a month, you will get a beautifully illustrated, well-written, very thought-through Bible study that you can share with your with your children and your family. It comes with Kids Strong. It comes with the Scripture Writing Challenge. Check it out at MomStrongInternational.com. Again, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is Firmly Planted Family, care of 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you back here on Friday with my friend, author, and speaker, Todd Wilson. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.